It's episode 100 of Soccer Cards United. Oh, oh. Three figures. Three figures. And uh, we are uh, cent, uh, cent, uh, Centurions. Uh, here on the together, number one soccer card podcast. Pff, won't be number one for long with this enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, big episode today. Listen, there's a lot on the docket. There's a lot happening. And it is number 100. Yeah. Could have been an episode of Carnage. Could have been. We, Could we have are a close shave, which close. we'll tell you about. Close call. Uh, we almost made a patented Soccer Cards United enemy. Yeah, in a big way. We almost started a blood feud. That's uh, one, yeah. Rival. But we avoided it. We managed to avoid it. Yeah, conflict was... It was a real Cuban missile crisis I did not, situation. Yeah, I did not have a comfortable Saturday evening. No. No. We did very well to avoid... You were like the, the, the diplomat. I I had one offer. Yeah. Does that make sense? I had one offer. And as the negotiations were going on, I was like, no, no, but this is my offer still. Mm. And then subsequently, I think it was a mess. But you, we'll get to the, the we'll details get to of that story uh, as time allows. But first of all, we have to address something from uh, Thursday. Okay. On Postcard United 99. The last Postcard, the last United. Postcard United. We did Best say to people that as a little special treat, mm. if anyone ordered between the end of... Uh, Thursday show Thursday show and the release of this show which you're now hearing which you're now hearing so it's too late now if you're hearing this stop don't ever buy anything off our site stop again. buying we said if you buy something off soccercardunited.com we will give everyone that buys in that window something something a little treat a little treat just to say thanks for the so I said if you've been memories. looking at the site you wanted to pull the trigger on some wax do now is now. a good time to do it because you'll get a little bonus and we're in a good mood because it's episode 100 episode 100 we're in good spirits. Someone yeah. actually just ordered prior to us releasing. Yeah. And there was some confusion over our Panini Chronicles. We had five boxes coming, mm-hmm. but they weren't hobby boxes. They were fat pack boxes. Mm-hmm. So basically, I think someone has now ordered off us, Jason, like a, a mix and match Chronicles. Yeah. But we don't actually have the boxes to fulfill that mix and match fully. Right. Which is very sad because they actually bought six mini boxes, uh, which I thought I would have been able to cover. Can't. Okay. So I'm going to fix that when I get home and I see exactly what stock I have. But I think he, he qualifies for this. If he wants to keep his order. If he cancels the order. Maybe he doesn't listen to the show. If he cancels his order, he doesn't qualify. Right. It's very diplomatic here. I'm the diplomat this week. So uh, do you want to tell people what we're going to give in the little gift basket? Did I have it written down here? If... Wait, did we pull the thing? Did the thing happen yesterday? I said I had a horrible Saturday. Was it a Sunday? No, it was Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Um, Sorry. Back on track. Episode yeah. 100. Episode 100. We had a few people, not loads, but a very good chunk and some familiar names hop in and place an order. So I assume these people all listened to the show. I presume so. I can see no other reason why they would order from SoccerUnited.com. Oh my God. Um. So if you ordered, here's a little taste of what you're going to be getting. A taste. You're going to get included with your, whatever you ordered. For free. For free. At no extra cost Can to I you. say that's why nothing was shipped out today? Yeah. I wanted to do it all in one shipment, so it's going to all be shipped out Tuesday morning yeah. by myself. Unless it's Merlin pre-orders, at which point you have to wait for Merlin to arrive. Just clearing that up. Yeah. Um. So if you ordered, you will get, or you are going, you either will get this week, or you will get eventually if you pre-ordered something. Drum roll. Drum roll. Um, you get a UCL sticker set from 2019-20. I have them here. From the Haaland year. Right, the uh, Haaland year. Full box, I believe. 20 packs with 10 stickers in a pack. So 200 stickers to try get Haaland. We've opened a few of these. Tends to be one per box. Yeah. So that's a Haaland rookie sticker. Hopefully. Hopefully in that box. Um, you'll also get a Finest mini box from UEFA Finest that just came out. This year's Tops UEFA Finest mini box. Guaranteed autograph. Yep. Okay. That's big. That's big. So that's a, that's an auto. That's a Finest auto. Top's Finest Auto, Top's Finest Mini Box, if you just wanted to move on the Mini Box, if you don't like Finest, I don't know. And um, we're also going to throw in a couple of those aforementioned Chronicles Fat Packs. Yeah, I don't know, maybe two, maybe three, I'll see, I'll look in, I need to, look. I, I wasn't expecting to get them, thought I was getting the, the Hobby Boxes, so I think they I think they come, right? I think a Fat Pack comes, Jason, with three packs, Yeah. five cards in each pack, and I think it's each of the leagues. I'm just going to turn on a light, it's very dark. Yeah, no problem. So yeah, so going to be a sticker box, Haaland year, sticker Champions League box. A Top's Finest mini box, which is probably the pick of the bunch. And then the Fat Pack Chronicles, a few Fat Pack Chronicle packs in with your order. I don't even know, like, the checklist, Jason, of, like, the, like Chronicles Fat Pack box versus a Hobby box. I don't know 
Like, are there hits in the fat packs? I have no idea. No, we don't know. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. I'm not sure. Jesus Christ. For, for, for the listeners and the YouTube people, if Jason doesn't edit, he, he dropped the, the light, the lighting, and nearly broke everything. It's very dark. Oh, it is. I'm like, whew. Yeah, you're sweating. Now I just turned the lights on. It's going to be even warmer in here. Um, and there's no windows open because of the audio integrity of the program. Integrity, that's one thing our podcast has. Um, so I think that's everything. I don't think we're... No, I think we're all good. So we can get into the show. Okay. Any reflections on episode 100 or we did most of that last week? You know, thank you to everyone that has been listening. Thank you to everyone that has purchased on our website um, and got the amazing Sock Cards and experience, especially in our FedEx days. Yep. And yeah, thanks to everyone that ordered between Thursday and today. Yep. Hope you're happy with this small I hope you're gesture. Happy. Hope you're happy. Hope you're happy. Right, hope you're happy. Whatever's going on with you, I hope you're happy. Um, say and to the people that and the people that didn't order, I hope you're happy. Hope you're happy with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Really play the big man there, not ordering. Not ordering. Yeah. Wow. We all respect you so much. Um, hundred episode, two years. Two years. Two years. More than two years, actually. More than two. It's years. Taken us uh, twenty five months to get to hundred episodes. But bear in mind, we did two a week and didn't count them. Well, yeah, but hundred weeks of episodes. Okay. So we took us twenty. Should I take 25 weeks to do 100 weeks of episodes? 25 months. Mmm. So it's two years and one month. To be exact. So we missed our two-year anniversary. Uh, yeah. Shows how busy we are. So um, I think we may have said on the show, oh, it's two years. <laughs> I think we've been saying for a while, it feels like we're doing this Oh, we may years. have been at the National. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um... Actually, I was editing the uh, the the, the Can I say you blend in with the background? I know it's terrible. It's like even we, the hat. We could green screen me anywhere into shocking. anywhere. This is terrible. So um, you're editing what now? Footage Long. from the national. Still, the national was the next national is coming over. I know, and uh, it's going to be a promo reel for the next national. <laughs> and uh, it's first of all, I didn't realize you could just film people. I didn't want to be that guy with the camera. Mm. So in the in the day one footage. Later on, it's grand, but the day one footage is a lot of footage of people's feet. Yeah, the floor. The floor. Okay. Just like, because tr- I realized... Your confidence wasn't up. No, I didn't want to be that guy. And I didn't the mini reps knocked your confidence when you started the game. Eventually, yeah. So, really only, probably the last day is full confidence, you know. Um, but anyway, there's a funny clip of, a funny visual metaphor, I think, where uh, you're, you're kind of, I'm filming you walking around, and somebody kind of just barges into you. No. Yeah. And there's like a little moment, but it was so funny. It was like day when we just gotten there, and it was like the part I was watching it, being like, "Yes, that's how it felt." I did not remember getting barged into. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't was a barge. It, was, it wasn't a barge. It was. It was like a like what Mbappe did to Neymar or to Messi. No, I think it was just a mistake. It was you. You and somebody else walked into each other, but it was just like. Did I apologize? Uh, yeah. Oh, great! Very Irish. You did. You said, "Oh," and then he nothing back. Nothing. Yeah. So. um there's also, uh, yeah, there's some nice cards that we saw. Oh, we can't wait for all of us to see it eventually. Wow. <laughs> edit, uh, yeah. edit. Um, I know, I'm joking. No, no, it's... Um, I think our, this is... <laughs> I think our uh, national vlog is going to come out later than everyone else's. Yeah. And the quality... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, we're not. We're not withholding it because it's getting. We're not like doing a production. No, 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 no. It's not like in the edit getting like fine. Shit. I want to yeah, make sure like, it's exactly right. This needs perfect. No, it's still terrible. I mean, like, I was doing the. Uh, I just don't want people to build it up like you know. Iron no, Apple, God, no. no it's no, not no, going to no. be like that at all. No, <laughs> it's like the kind of thing we could have basically just uploaded it. It's going to be was. as good as if we just released all the footage raw day by day. Mm. Um, it's a learning curve. Yeah. It's a learning curve. Learn it's a learning curve for the YouTube subscribers. It. Yeah, it's a learning curve for us on and in terms of like get the budget up. <laughs> um, get it up. Uh, what was I going to say? There was only joking off. Yeah, of course. There was a moment. Uh, I got barged into. You got barged some into nice some nice cards. You're editing. Oh yeah, so we were we do like a we're talking before with the pristine auctions thing. Okay. And we say yes, yeah, so we're going to hang around see what this event is like, and then there's just no footage of the event. We didn't hang around. We didn't hang around. So I've just had to improvise there, um, but it's yeah, it's interesting. You, 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 it must be hard watching back what we experienced. It's yeah. tough, yeah. Because I'm trying to forget some of yeah. it. It's tough in a couple of ways. It's tough because first of all, I have to relive being at the national, mm. um. So having that kind of first person experience, 
But then I'm also having the experience of being the editor and going, what the fuck was this cameraman doing? This is all unusable. Mm. But You're the pain of having been the cameraman. You can't fire the cameraman. And now that I know, mm. knowing what I know now, I wish I could go back and refilm it. I get you. But I can't because it was a documentary. And by the time next year comes around, we may have a cameraman. Exactly. So there's going to be no... You can sit down with the cameraman and go, look what happened last year. Yeah. Do, you want, do, you go, do you want to know what happened to that guy? Yeah. He, he was sacked. He was fired He doesn't work day. anymore. He doesn't work here anymore, let me tell you. <laughs> so when you're recording, you better do it like this. Yeah. Um, Whoa. I'm actually happy that I'm not part of the editing part of this. I'm going to get to see the finished production. Yeah. And I'll say, wow, that looks great. You may be happy or unhappy. You no, might be no. like, why didn't you ask me? No, my... My bar, bar is so low. So yeah, low. There's no expectation. Good, good. Great. <laughs> good, really good, really good. Episode 100, everyone. Episode 100. This is episode 100. Can you imagine? Two years in, you're still having these conversations on air. <laughs> um, oh my God. How do we get this far? I don't know. Uh, by the grace of our wonderful listeners. That's true. So, uh, a second PSG Chrome set sold on eBay. Okay, so it's two eBay sales, two various eBay sales. backdoor sales or shady street sales, you know. Yeah, most of the deals the are going down in private. Yeah, a lot of people are saying, I'm not giving eBay 13%, and some people are saying, I don't have any other channels to get this out. Yeah. Uh, so on 13th of August, there was a $20,000 sale. Okay. And then seven days later, so it was so far one a week, uh, there was a sale on August 20th for 22500 So that's okay. an increase of uh, just over 10% in one week. Yeah, obviously supply is getting eaten into a little supply bit. Supply is getting eaten into. The one-on-one super factor has not been pulled. We have not seen any sales for an Mbappe autograph to date, I don't believe. No, I don't think so. We've seen some sticker autos from the PSG set, which are believed to be of 15, of 10, of 5, maybe. Yeah. Or of 10, of 5, of 1, something like that. Something There's like not that. a lot. No. And they are stickers. Um. So, yeah, so the, the PSG Chrome set is trending upwards, and it seems as if... Uh, last week we were talking on the show about how Neymar and Mbappe and Messi were all feuding at the worst possible time for anyone holding the PSG Chrome set. Um, but they... Michael Rubin spoke to them. Yeah, and said, listen, as I'm trying to make money here. Now come on, we'll just release the team sets. Um, be a team. Be a team. Yeah, exactly. And sure enough... And to be honest, I think they, they experienced... Like, they're all... They so got a lot of backlash. They're all exposed to yeah. um, social media as well. Like, obviously the manager probably ripped into Mbappe for that one point where he stopped running yeah uh the players Sergio Ramos intervening a lot of stuff happening but I think also when you just go onto social media all they seen was the circus yeah because when the first goal went in they made it their business to literally all 10 outfield players were hugging each other I saw that so that that was a way that was that was a that was visual they went out there in fairness they they murdered Leo yeah Leo were uh, like unwitting victims in the PSG narrative it had yeah it had nothing to do do with with the two teams on the pitch it was all about PSG saying we need to we need to just shut up people that are saying that we're not a team we need to show them we are a team even if they're not but they are whatever yeah and like that whole thing was like you have like three of the best attacking players in world football two of the best attacking wingbacks in world football Mm -hmm. and they were all like we need to score goals. Yeah, let's just score goals because ultimately that shuts people up. And that was it, and that's what they did. And it was in it was gen- it was. I would go as far as to say it's the most enjoyment I got watching a PSG game in a number of years, especially in the Mbappe, Messi, Neymar era. Right. Okay. The best, like just the fluidity was there. Yeah. When Mbappe, when Mbappe skipped over the ball to let Neymar, like that was there was yeah. just so much. Like the Messi's goal, the nonchalantness of that finish was crazy. Messi, the way he was passing the ball around was like I genuinely and like Neymar just has a chip on his shoulder all year so far. Yeah, and I'm watching it and I actually enjoyed watching. It. Although it was an absolute shambles on Leo's end, I well, actually, you enjoy watching it in the same way that it's fun to watch the Harlem Harlem Globetrotters play an exhibition basketball match. Yeah, it's just pure. I don't like, get that reference. But it's yes. like they're like it's not. It's like it's not a real game. It's just. Mm. An exhibition match. No, but it should have been a real game. No, but it's not. No, but it should have been Leo. It's not a real league. No, but honestly, like, but that's the thing. It's been like that for years, though. And there has been, like, PSG yeah. not, not winning a league title, for example. True. And more so, it's like we've seen, we haven't seen. But it, 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 the thing is, isn't it, is that it all comes down to whether or not PSG are feeling it that week. Yeah. And, and obviously, with all the backlash, they were feeling it. They were feeling it. They were going, right, we need to respond. Hmm. So, like, there's no sense of like, whenever the whenever PSG don't win something, it's always talk of well, what went wrong at PSG. It's never how did they stop? How did the other team stop them? Because the other team can't stop them. Mm. So, which is almost more damning PSG because how are they not winning something more than Ligue 1? How are they not winning Champions League? They're so good. No, but the Champions League they're not so good. Or they are. I don't know. But I don't know. Just seeing the three of them play 
in a similar fashion to the way MSN would have played. I don't want to yeah. go that far, but like that was the vibe of it. They yeah. were in tune with each other. I'd li- I'd be interested to see in the in the Champions League what happens mm. when they play some proper teams. Not me too, um, but it's good signs. I love good it. signs, especially all because they're all gonna be key figures of the World Cup. Neymar is on fire. He has uh, he's the first player in Europe's top five leagues this season to score five league goals, provide five assists, and so therefore reach double figures in goal involvements. He has like I think eleven or twelve goal involvements in his first three game three games. And I think also PSG just broke a record for the most consecutive, I think, scoring three plus goals in away games. Yeah. Which is crazy. And they had that so, wrapped up in the first half. And a similar situation at Bayern, who won 7-1, I think, at Bochum. 6-1, maybe, I don't know. Um, and they won 6-0, I think, against Frankfurt in the opening weekend as well. So, like... Two powerhouses. Yeah, two powerhouses, but, like... It's that that's the other end for me of like the it's funny that both those teams didn't want to be part of the Super League because hmm. it would seem to me that they need it. they they are the best two examples of the Super League yeah like Premier League teams have big competition there's six, that we just there's seen. six or seven or eight of them that can play against each other but why why would Bayern or PSG not want a Super League Bayern I think it's just pure footballing integrity. How do. could they say they have footballing integrity when they, they oper- slam people 6 0, 7 1? No, but you can have no, but the way they operate their entire club. Oh. Like, they're not killing you on match tickets. They're not spending huge money. They're actually making really sm- Like, the way they bought this year was crazy. It was brilliant. But that's, yeah. what, but that's what they do. They're footballing people at every. Yeah, but. That how, was football. How do they not look at, I don't know what they're doing. How do they not look at the league? I don't see why Bayern are satisfied with the Bundesliga, basically. They also contribute to it negativity by always buying players from the other Bundesliga exactly teams. yeah so I don't know what's going on there but they like the dominance because they also win the Champions League every now and then so for them they're just they're just bit, saying we just team. get to yeah trot out in the Bundesliga every week win the Champions League occasionally and we're grand yeah yeah it just doesn't seem no you, you need like you need competitors you need, yeah but like is it damning to Bayern or is it damning to the likes of Borussia Dortmund who pretend they're a big club but they just well yeah like that's the same the players. the after that comeback they had with Makoko and Bino Gittens and then they actually got they got there was a, a comeback against uh, Dortmund in the last five minutes of the game Werder Bremen three goals um, so such classic Dortmund behaviour just bottlers bottlers um, but the, after the Bino Gittens and Makoko thing apparently two of the Dortmund executives are talking about we think Bino Gittens is a really special player you know we can see him having a 100 million euro price tag one day and then someone like Carl Sainz Rummenegger or some Bayern-related person said, this is why Dortmund can't challenge us because this kid has just made his first big impact on a big game and they're, they're already talking about selling him. Yeah. Like, that... That is Dortmund. That's it. Like, that's why I'm so confident with Mukoku because they're going to market him and, you know, market him. Like, yeah, they have no him. interest in keeping him. They want him to look like the best player ever and then they'll sell him and make yeah. loads of money. Yep. Um. So that's PSG. And some other stuff. Uh, good to see them boxes setting one per week and being ripped also at quite a pace. Yeah. But like, there's obviously this weight on this 101. Like, the box price, I don't think, collapses. People are saying, like, if the 101 yeah. gets pulled, the box price is done. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> there's still Mbappe always in there, Messi always, Neymar always. There's still all fives. There's off 20. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, uh, K Ships on Twitter just replied to that thought exactly and said, if you look at box of national treasures, basketball and NFL, when those big chases were hit, like the Mac Jones uh, Shield 101, the box prices didn't drop. People have way too much money and still love to gamble. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Like, I think the only way I can see the box price dropping is if we get, like, another few months in, the 101 hasn't been pulled, and we've seen a lot more boxes pulled. So, obviously, your chances of getting the 101 are increasing every time a box is open. Yeah. Then the box is getting maybe an inflated price mm-hmm. because of that, like, oh, my yeah. God, a half a million, whatever card is in is in one of these boxes. Yeah. So it goes from 22,000 maybe to 40,000, for example. Then if the 101 gets hit, it'll come back down. Like that, yes, I could yeah, see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but yeah. It's hard yeah to they'll know. rise until the 101 is pulled. And then they'll level yeah. out. But they're not going to crash the way people are saying. Yeah, there's also that uh, Penenka cards on Twitter as well made a good point earlier. He was saying um, that as more and more get ripped, the box price is just going to keep going up and up. And I was thinking like, that'll happen. And then eventually there'll be an equilibrium where the box price is so expensive that people are no longer... Ripping, ripping it. it no longer buying it maybe no like, longer buying yeah exactly yeah so like it's just like it gets to that point it's where supply and demand. it's supply and demand it's like a classic it's a classic yeah it's a classic. economics example yeah it's a classic example but it's also interesting because the demand 
in the macro is so big. Yeah. Or pr- prior to the start of the season, say, the demand for an Mbappe auto in the macro is huge. Mm-hmm. But in the micro, we are in like a down period of Mbappe. Yeah. Right? His prisms are not where they were and blah, blah, blah. So that's interesting as well. Yeah. Because the demand isn't necessarily there yet either. Yeah. Like in full flow. But obviously the start, like eight seconds to get that goal. I think he got a hat trick, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Um, somebody asked me the other day. They said like, and is the supply for soccer cards inelastic? And I said, what do you mean? And they said like, does it fluctuate with external factors? And I was like, well, yeah, obviously. And one of, they were talking about like the downturn in the economy and stuff like that. But one of the things that is a factor that makes Mbappe prices elastic is Mbappe's performance. Mm. That's part of the hard thing is like, it's not just like, he's set in stone. There's a big demand from Mbappe. It's like you're saying, like if he doesn't do well or if he gets injured or if he, you know, this is the whole Charizard can't do his ACL yeah, yeah. thing. And it's actually, that's another interesting. I was looking at Messi, Mbappe and Neymar playing and I was like, they're all like equally good. Yeah. Like within reason, like Messi is pulling they're strings. They're on the same range. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Messi's pulling strings in a way I've never seen a goal scoring player, you know, yeah. craziness. But you're just looking at him and go, Mbappe's so young. Mm. Like that could be, he could be doing that for 10 years. Yeah. Could be like obviously once he loses his pace, like he's gonna be less effective, whatever. But like, who knows? Yeah, he might he might be able to learn to he, do what Messi did. That's what he has so much time. Yep. That's thing. I think he, he's at such a high level, not even like performance or sta- like his stature is at such a high level mm-hmm. because of how we burst onto the scene. And staying in France, he got to kind of maintain like the amount of goals he was scoring. Like I think the commentators yes. are talking about two hundred plus goals, and he's twenty three. Yep. And it's like he's twenty three. I know he's got. Yeah. It's like. 10 or 15 years ahead of him. Like, young Jack Grealish is, like, 28. Mm. It's madness. Um, so, we have a... We'll talk about the controversy thing we have over the weekend in a second. But first, I want to say that Panini announced that they're doing a National Treasures FIFA mm. Road to the World Cup. Mm. And Cardboard Connection, in their description of this product, has a bit that I feel like is almost in reference to us. Which is... Uh, they say... The selection showcases teams from 27 countries, including Brazil, France and Germany. This format also allows Panini to highlight national teams and players that did not ultimately qualify for the tournament. Which is a funny way to say... We're putting Haaland in? We're, pu- we're, we're putting whoever we want in. Like, yeah. they're like... To hi- and as Panini to highlight national teams and players that did not ultimately qualify for the tournament is polite for... Why don't they call it one-cup qualifier? That fascinates me so much. Because they just don't... Don't care. Now, in fairness, the, the term road to the World Cup is used. Is something, yeah. Right? Yeah. Road to Qatar, road to So Russia that is basically like a qualifier, because you have the European qualifiers. So you, road to the World Cup is like... Yeah. A, like the a, Nations League makes no sense, but this makes sense. Yeah. The, um, everyone hates the badge. The badge takes the shine off it, the little road to the... Yes, it does look terrible. <laughs> yes, I can confirm. No, but like some of them don't have it though, doesn't it? Like that Ronaldo, go back up to that Ronaldo. Uh, it does have it there, yeah. Oh, God. So oh, the... No. Does the triple have it? I'll tell you now. So they have a Jeremy Pino with the RC logo. They have a Kevin De Bruyne. They have a Luka Modric, which is Treasured Moments. Treasured Moments is a cool national treasured card where basically it's like a commemorative for a specific moment. It says, Modric leads Croatia to runner-up finish with award-winning effort in 2018, which is cool. Um, the Sergei Milinkovic-Savic for Serbia, auto. Um, Ronaldo, auto. Cristiano Ronaldo, auto. Uh, Messi, patch auto. Brand logo. Then there's a Totti, Cannavaro, uh, Inzaghi, triple Italy booklet, which no, is no logo. amazing. No logo. No, for me, it's like just throw the logo on the back. Well, it could be on the back. No, but that, there it probably is. But I'm saying in oh, in all of them. Now, I I think the reason it's there. I honestly like this is my belief on it. Yeah, I think they actually want it to look a bit bad because I think they're going to bring out like they're obviously going to bring out sets during the World Cup. Now, are they going to bring out the exact sets? Like, are they going to bring out Mosaic World Cup versus Mosaic Road to the World mm. Cup? Are they going to bring out World Cup National Treasures? Maybe. Or they might do something similar to it, like World Cup. And, like, they're going to do Eminence. I think that's almost guaranteed now at this stage. Right. That's a different level of, of box. But, like, if they're not going to do, like, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's just a really bad looking logo. But it does, like, that excited me, though, to see that. Like, I love that they're doing so much stuff for the World Cup. Yeah. I think the World Cup does deserve to have so many different things going on around it. Yeah, I mean, part of it is just, if you're going to do a road to the World Cup, like, it's August now. They could have released it earlier in the year. Like, the, like it's, yeah, if it's four road years. Too. It's four years between World Cups. And the, the, road, like the road to the 2026 World Cup starts in January 2023. Mm. You know, like, it's... 
Um, so that's happened. it's just like I know you're just doing it because you can print double the product, mm. but just like don't insult us all the time. <laughs> that's what annoys me. It's like just be a bit smart about it. Make it look like you have a plan. You have a plan. Like you're not just like because they're always like winking at us. Like this allows us to highlight the players that aren't there. <laughs> like mm-hmm. why are you laughing? You're the one making money. Yeah, I have to buy it. Like why not release that product before you know for sure teams aren't going to be there? If you don't care who's going to be there and who's not going to be there. Then just release it before you know who's going to be there. Mm. It's just like, uh, especially like with national team rosters, you could have like a road to the World Cup that has a lot of players that subsequently don't actually make it. Yeah, and that gives you two different like the checklists are totally different as well. Yeah, instead of saying right, take all the best players that did make it, and then just throw in the best players that didn't, that didn't, and just keep making that with different brands. Yeah, no, no good. <laughs> but it does look good. Do you think you're gonna have Irish players in there, Jason? No, <laughs> that's what annoys me. Yeah, no, that's what I was just. Yeah, it's like, you can't, either do it or don't do it. Mm. Don't just be like, oh, well, this person didn't make it, therefore, they still, Hannah didn't make it. But he's in there. Yeah. So, ah, you know, we can't leave him out. Because, do you know what that speaks to me? It says, if there was a situation where everyone that they wanted to made it, they wouldn't bother doing World Cup. <laughs> it would just be called World Cup. Yeah. That's what I don't think, I don't think if it was reversed, it? Yeah. they would never say, well, we have to make sure this team is in there. You know, if South Korea didn't qualify, well, it's a big market. But like, right there, the, the, the Italian trip, triple booklet, we're not at the World Cup, so yeah. you have to get that out now. Exactly, because they're like, well, we don't have any other way to get it out. Because when the World Cup comes, Italy are not under that license now, I yeah. don't think, if you're not at the tournament. So, strange. But nothing we haven't seen before. The World Cup sticker collection was announced, and like the, the images, people weren't, weren't happy with that. Oh, I haven't seen the images. They didn't look great. I've seen a, uh, someone... Someone posted on Twitter like the the two Mbappe stickers, the 2018 World Cup sticker to the 2022 World Cup sticker back to back, or beside yeah. each other. And um, his height and his weight were exactly the same over the four years. So oh wow! Someone said like that's impressive. No, but is it impressive or did they just not have <laughs> new stats? And they said, "Are you?" Um, one thing I don't love is that all of the World Cup products there are being there. The Mbappe. This is the Mbappe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this doesn't look good at all. Yeah, I didn't click on that, kind of hoping it wasn't the Mbappe. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. No, they look terrible. No, but like, they're not supposed to. I mean, you see, the 2018 ones just looked really, really nice. Yeah. A white background. Just clean. Clean. Do it clean. This looks, there's a lot of stats on it. But they're not, yeah. like, they're the World Cup stickers. Like, they're not supposed to be. No, but that looks like, that's over-designed. Yeah. Do it like, like, everyone loves the old World Cup, like, yeah, stickers. Just do it. It's a portrait and that's it. Who cares when Matt Turner was born? Put that in the back if it means so much to you. Also, I hate that it's all coloured in the Qatari colours. Colours, in what sense? The like that, like that shade of red and and like beige is like the Qatari. No, I know that, but that's like the album. That just annoys me. <laughs> I don't think like, but it's the Qatar World Cup. But I don't think they do that for every World Cup. Mm, I don't think they do. I definitely think they do. Do they? They must. Let me have a look. Uh, say the 2010 Panini stickers. Are you in a South African? No. They're not. What are you talking about? It's all red and yellow. That's not the colours of South Africa. Do you know? That's just... It's... No. But surely it's something. It's nothing. <laughs> do the... Do the... 2006. This is... This is... The, this is the kind of stuff that shouldn't be making episode 100. Like, at this, at this <laughs> stage. No, look. It's blue. Okay, but is that not like related to the logo that they used or whatever? No? No. That's just some fucking guys in a tackle or something. That was, yeah. It's a complete sellout. Like, it annoys the shit on me. You're saying it's part of the whitewashing? Yes. Or the, or the it's like, you, like, you're, like you're subliminally messaging everyone with the Qatari colours that when we see the Qatari colours in other contexts, we don't, you know, go like, oh, Qatar. Okay, okay. But can we at least do 2018 so as we can... Yeah. Um, Maybe they changed it recently, you know? Because, like, in fairness, if I was hosting the World Cup in Ireland, for example... Yeah. And I was Panini, I'd make... Oh, my God. No. No, blue and blue and red is definitely Russian. But it... Like, but, it but Russia are all... They were doing the same thing. Yeah, Russia is doing the same <laughs> thing. Maybe 2014. It's like the only go, bad... Go back to Brazil. I mean, Brazil is not a great example either, really. Damn World Cup. <laughs> this is the... Stickers... Anyway, I don't think the stickers look great this year, but I don't really care. I think it kind of ruins the parallels. 
No, that's not Brazilian. That's not even. That's nothing. That's like some like kind of samba-y colors, but like it's not. Just like it doesn't look like a document presented at the UN, you know. Like this, like the Qatar, like the Qatar World Cup sticker album could be like could the be Qatari any. National Strategy 2030, yeah, no, 2040. It looks very you know? non-colorful, very. Yeah. So just look at that. Like, what are you doing to me? That yeah, that is very Qatar, isn't it? It's very Qatar. Yeah, it looks like a response to an Amnesty International investigation. No, it looks like it's leather. Yeah, like it's bound. Yeah. Ah. No good. So you're not filling the sticker album this year? Won't be doing that. Oh my god. Won't be doing that. Um very, very cheerful person. <laughs> happy. I'm very happy in yeah. my work. Um, I can't believe the World Cup's in November. I know Italy aren't there, so I'm sad, but it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. Let's face it, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Let's face it. Let's face it. <laughs> it's gonna be brilliant. Look, nobody wants to be good, everyone hopes it fails, but it's gonna be good. Um Right. Do we know where the next one is? America. Oh sorry. The one after that? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, you know what next one is? Have a stroke. <laughs> We're talking about twenty twenty six World Cup every, every week. week. Comes up all the time. Uh, do you want to talk about the uh, little fiasco that we had with golden auctions? Oh dear. Okay, let's get into it. Did we tell people that at the national we submitted the one one? Yeah, Cup we've been we saying it every single week. That, oh yeah, it's we, going live in September, and we're right. very excited about it. And we were yeah. chit chatting every day, and then Saturday we get a message from Liam. Sports card Cymru. Mm-hmm. I, I pronounced that right this time. Really good. So Liam, who, whose whose box of Bowman twenty twenty two is is only going up, it's going to the moon, Liam. Yeah. So that was enough for me to forgive you. But this this is full forgiveness. He DMs us on Twitter and says, "Hey, is this your Mukoku that's finishing on golden auctions right. in ten hours?" I didn't even know that part. And I said, "Excuse me." Yeah. And I open it and I see our Mukoku. It's one of one auto. Like there's not a lot of them out yeah. there. Just three. In totality so i looked at it i said that is ours yep and i see the time ticking that there's um there's, there's like nine hours 55 minutes left on it left on this auction that we had no idea was going on and i had been live for 11 days mm. i didn't have an email no i didn't have anything i no. knew nothing until liam told me wow and so i was like oh my god what's happening here and I, in my head i just see this timer and i said right we're in it it's yep. happening i didn't really think of anything else nine hours i lashed it on instagram mm-hmm. real quick I lashed it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I messaged you in in a fluster. Yeah, and I was thinking we we made a real fun video to announce it. Yeah, we had a whole we had PR a whole bit campaign, a whole PR campaign yeah. ready, and like we have podcasts with so many soccer card lovers. We have socials, with, like yeah. we have the channels to quote unquote pump an auction of a soccer card. That was yes, that, right, yes. And I was just like, suddenly I'm there Saturday trying to with me, with me tea and me biscuits. Yeah, trying to kind of do like an impromptu pump session. And I'm like, no, but this part that I was enjoying oh, my day, I was watching football, and, yeah. and I get this message, and I just have this panic mm. so i reach out i'm not even gonna say names but i reach out to the person who we co-signed with at golden yeah and i just messaged it was saturday as well so i was like is anyone working Are you working yeah i don't know messaged him on twitter said hey what's happening basically yeah hey is that is that, is that our card is that our card? like that was set for september yeah and like we set it for september as we've said on the show we set it for september but that was like not even set in stone we put it yeah we put it into golden you had to put a random date on it but we had the ability to postpone that date if we didn't want to sell because we weren't even sure, right? Mm-hmm. So we had it set for September. I had a reminder in my phone prior to the se- September auctions that way I could, if we decided we wanted to push it, I could send an email and do that, right? And now I see it here. Well, it had a lot of bids on it. Yeah. It wasn't high. It was about like 1,100, but like that's the way auctions are yeah. everywhere. At the end, they get serious. And there was so many different bidders. Like there was a variant of bidders as well. So it actually looked, things were going well, quote unquote. But I was like, I don't, this isn't it's like, not the we plan. didn't get to it's not the plan. we had yeah it's not the plans like i said our, our card is for sale without our consent and without even notifying us like yeah if Liam hadn't seen it it would have just sold and then we wouldn't have even known we wouldn't have known anything we would have just got a message like hey yeah there's your money yeah and we'd have been like what like that we're sending you 600 euro yeah and i'll be like wow yeah. golden please ken so we, we freaked out i sent an email to, to golden I, I did everything that i could do yeah and then golden eventually got back to me and said who did you co-sign with and i said that and then yeah. i was dming the person like, and it was going back and forth and it was just i kept getting the info that we can't pull it it's on the last day yeah like which pe- which is you understand understand as a policy, oh, absolutely yeah. but that should be a policy if someone lists it and wants to auction and then wants to pull it yeah it seems like you kind of have to go away it's like you they say oh, we can't do it and it's like well actually you can because you made a mistake yeah you violate it's not me saying actually no don't 
I actually changed my mind. I, I changed my mind. It. It's you're, You've done it there, and I haven't had any input into that. And that was my card. That's my card. So it's yeah. You kind of have to pull it. It's not great for obviously from an auction house to pull it, pull an auction is not good. No, because it doesn't look good. It's bad for your brand. Like it is. It's bad for your brand. But also, what's worse for your brand? Pulling it, having made a mistake, and admitting we yeah. made a mistake, or is just selling someone's card without their consent, especially a card like this, like an irreplaceable card. Yeah. Like whether it sells for four thousand, one thousand, like it doesn't matter. It's not. It's not a Mickey Mantle PSA ten. Fine. Yeah. But it's an irreplaceable card. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter if it wasn't. Like if it was. No, it's no still what card. Yeah. It is, someone's. Yeah. If it's a, like okay, there's a few different things. Like if we just submitted it to them, if we just said, hey, just take this. Do it. And we didn't ever talk about when it was to be submitted mm. to auction then that's fine then it's just like I'm giving this to you you let me know when you want it you just go ahead and sell yeah, it tell I just, just wire me the money whenever yeah, yeah. yeah. but that wasn't what happened this no. was a very specific conversation um, now I do think part of the confusion may have been that we submitted at the national mm. I can only imagine the chaos of the paperwork no, post national so it's really like it was one of those things I felt where it was like, if they pull it, okay, it's not great for anyone. Our card may take a hit next time it's at auction. Yeah, there's like a black label on it almost yeah, now. Like people like, that were bidding and were enthusiastic about yeah. bidding are probably like, I'm not going to... There's a, there's People may say there's something going on with that card. I'm I don't... Not. Yeah. Don't want to get involved. So not good for us. So not good for us. Not great for them, certainly. Not great for Golden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it's almost like that's the ideal... Like... Like they said, like the perfect negotiation is when everyone is equally unhappy. Mm. And that's what happened here. Like, yeah, like we weren't. We all compromised and said, right, no one's happy if we pull it. Yeah. I kept, I kept trying to debate, like, do we just let it ride? And like, I yeah. think it could have been fine had we let it ride. But I was also just like, because we did all the promo stuff at the oh. National. Like, I was excited about that. Yeah. It's I like literally it, said, if it sells for this price now, which is 5,000 less than the other one of one. Yeah. And obviously the last five hours of an auction is when it gets hot. Yeah. But even so, I literally said to myself, if, it, if we make a 5,000 hit that would suck terribly yeah but it's not gonna destroy us but what would was like the good vibes of it like the yeah it's because well for us like we it's a card that we've been tracking on the show mm. like it's different for us like i think our priorities are different we were like we were saying to each other being like episode 100 is about to be carnage yeah like had it not been pulled well that we was it had to come on the show and just and be like King yeah. golden and the whole structure and that's it and no one wants that no, we, I said, Jesus, episode 100 is about to be an, a banger out of nowhere. Yeah, and we didn't, like, we didn't say, you know, we at no point did we say, listen, do you, like, do you we didn't threaten we them. Are? Yeah, no, no, that like, never Listen, happened. we take you down. We never said, oh, episode 100's around the corner, you better pull that car. We will bring the... No, the but we said it internally, we are like, it's yeah, going to be a crazy yeah. episode. Yeah, like, we hope they know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, we don't want to have to do this. Yeah, I don't want to have to do it, but if, if, the, if it goes wrong, then we're going to have to come on the yeah, show. Yeah, if, if your card sells way below comps and you never actually consented to selling it and they just did it and then told you there's nothing we can do about that. And you have a platform. You're going to talk about it. You're going to talk about it. Which would have yeah. been funny, but... Um, for me, it was just like... They they were they actually they were sending us a lot of stuff. They, they, they didn't want to pull it. Or obviously, it's bad policy. They were saying, like, we're going to give it some social media pump on, on Golden. Like they, they weren't going to get Ken out with it, but they were going to, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do their best to make sure that we'd be happy with the end yeah. result, basically. And, yeah. like, my thing was, like, that's probably... that probably would be the best scenario realistically oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah from a financial point of view probably but i was just like it was just it was like the moral of it i was like i never like it was it's been live for 11 days and we haven't even yeah, got to talk about it. it yeah this is the first i'm hearing of it i only heard about it because Liam told me i checked my emails it was nothing yeah and i was like just it doesn't matter what it sells for it's like yeah so luckily what the hell is that golden you know? they got it together made it right on a saturday which was like on a saturday five six seven hours before it was yeah it was due to finish before extended bidding or whatever. And that's obviously a busy day for them when the auction's finishing. Oh. So, like, you know, they did they did well. Yeah. Because um, I wanted it just to be sent back to us, to be honest. We had a debate yeah. about that. I said, do you want to just get it sent? Like, that was such a bad experience, regardless of it being resolved. Yeah. I was like, that was terrible. Do you want to just get it? We can just put it on eBay. We can put it on our socials. Just sell it that way if we want to. Mm-hmm. Have our control back. Never let that happen again. But Jason decided, no, no. Yeah, I, I think, like, because we're always... I think we're always giving out about people. Mm. So, if... And saying, like, you know, people have to make you have to make this right. Like, you know, something happens to Top Serpini or something happens across the industry. And it's like, here's what you need to do. You need to resolve it. You need to work. You need to listen to people and all that stuff. And then so I think I just wanted to give Golden the opportunity to, you know, repair that. Let's repair that relationship. Not that it's damaged. Not that we had a great relationship to start with. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. But, like, you know, just they, 
they didn't completely fuck us. They fucked up and then they fixed it. And in this industry, unfortunately, that's like a gold star. In most industries, you don't just like, it's not like a situation where yeah, everybody gets one and they messed up, but they made up for it. It's like, you know, I messed up. It's not, But in this industry, unfortunately, in the state we're in at the, mo- at the moment, a lot of players and a lot of actors within the industry are not even in a position to to remedy stuff when it goes wrong. So, you know, whatever. It's going it's going back up to auction. Yeah. We we actually locked it in for September now. Yeah. So it's in the September sports monthly at Golden. Fourteenth of September to the twenty fourth. We'll talk about it closer to the time. Yeah. And we have a whole PR campaign yeah. lined up. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. I don't think we've ever really pumped something Ooh. genuine like in a in a concerted focused way in a focused way mm. so i'm excited you're excited to pump yeah i tried i tried to get them to give us the buyer's premium yeah as yeah. a remedy and they said if it's not 100 grand there's no conversation yeah. well, who are they to say it's not 100 grand it could be a million dollar card it's the single greatest mukoku card maybe ever it's unbelievable it's unbelievable when he you know when he beats Werder bremen eventually <laughs> after eight years of playing at dormant they finally beat Werder bremen uh, big money big money um, so so all's well that ends well we'll keep you updated on the, on the Makoku is the basic thing yeah that could have been a totally different episode let me tell you yeah that was like that. That when we started the episode there and I kind of came in very low energy the alternative to that was well 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 it's episode 100 and here we fucking go <laughs> um, so luckily we're not at that stage thankfully thankfully um, we talked about I think that's everything for Hobby HQ. Okay. Uh, football week. So, we talked about PSG, Messi, Neymar, Mbappe, all friends again. Yeah, brilliant. Um, a lot of Instagram posts going on, a lot of like, you know. A lot of this. A lot of that, yeah. Hey, look at us all, we're doing it. We're doing it. Um, how long does it last, Jason? How long does it last? Is it genuine? Is, is Mbappe it... happy because he scored three? Yeah. What if Neymar scored three and he scored one? How would he feel? Yeah. What's going to happen next time is a penalty uh, that Mbappe misses and who's going to take the next one. And we don't know how... This is like a, tr- a truce or a ceasefire, but I don't think an end... You don't think this is the end of it? No. What happens when they're 2-0 down after the first leg of a That's Champions it. League knockout yeah. game and they're all not quite at it and they're snapping yeah. each other? They that, implode. I can't wait for the, the PSG implosion. Yeah. It gets all, all very well and good. Like, let's just go out and beat Lille. Okay. Seven something. Let's go out and beat Lille. Like, right. that doesn't do much for me. Now you're against Bayern in the Champions League. Yeah. You know, two-legged uh, affair, and you're one 0 down. It's half time. You're in the Paris, you're in the Parc de France, yeah. and they're all whistling you. Yeah. Now what? Now what? Now what are you gonna do? Sadio Mane is making a fool of you again, <laughs> again and again. Um, you know what can you do? Nothing. Um. Then also, I have here on my docket, Ansu Fati returns again. <laughs> I feel like every three months. That's so mean. Again. Again. Every three months, I see a flood on my Twitter feed. And Sufati is back. It's so sad. I think he's back a little bit too often for it to matter. Yeah. If you keep coming back in and out, eventually I have to kind of like... It's like the boy who cried wolf. No, but it's so sad because every time he comes back, he's so good. Yeah, but... But he's so talented. But it's like when you actually look, his performance across weeks is not great. Because he's not playing? He's not playing. So he's coming. So I'm. I'm not vested in in Fatty. I mean, I have some. I, to be fair, I actually have a load of his Liga Esta stickers, and I have a Top right. Chrome Refractor. But I'm not. I never went deep in because I knew he was he was a risky business. And it literally is just that constant debate between our camp, which is he's risky, he's an injury prone, he's never yeah. going to have a like long run of games, against people who say, look, he's like amazingly talented. Mm. So for anyone who didn't see the game, he's playing against Real Sociedad. Um, and Barca were a bit of a mess for the first half. Uh, there was no Busquets, and the midfield just wasn't really clicking. Um, and then Fatty came on and got... Uh, he comes on 63 minutes, assist three minutes later on 66, assist two minutes after that on 68, and then a goal on 79 minutes. Jeez. They win the game 4-1. Um, so just changed the entire game. Yeah, Lewandowski was looking at him like a and kid on Christmas. All yeah. the time. Just, oh my God, this kid's amazing. Um, and he is amazing and there was times even when he looked like you know wearing the number 10 on his back he looked like Messi you know mm-hmm. he's that playing that, that well um, but uh, I don't know how long it's going to last I hope he can make it to the World Cup oh my god that would be incredible that's what I hope that'd be so risky though yeah what if he's the player that lights up the World Cup I know a lot of people that have not been following him 
Yep. We'll go deep in. You go, oh my God, Ansu Fati. Yeah, I think I remember, bam. And then you just get burned because I don't think he's going to have a long career. A long career. And Still, I hope I hope he, he has a good season and I hope he does make it to the World yeah. Cup and I hope we get to see more glimpses of his talent. So do I. And hopefully he doesn't get injured again. Yep. Um, then there's also a player that is very exciting um, and I think is probably doesn't get as much attention as he should because his name is very hard to say. It's uh, Kavicha Kavara, uh, <clears throat> they call him, right? <laughs> they call him Kavara. Kavara, a Georgian uh, midfielder, attacking midfielder, um, who was recently, most recently in Russia with Ruben Kazan, is now at Napoli. And in his first two games for Napoli in Serie A, he has three goals and one assist. He's a goal contribution every half an hour. He's playing with Victor Osman and he's lighting up. He just scored five goals in his first game, four goals in his second game. He's brilliant. Um, we saw a stat there last season in the Europa League game. He had like, or in Europa League qualifier, he had like 22 successful dribbles out of 30 attempted. He's a very, very exciting player. Hmm. But it made me think. He's no no cards, I don't think, yeah. Okay, interesting. I think you probably have a rookie in uh, this 22-23 Serie A product. Um, but it made me wonder how much of a drawback do you think a complicated name is for hobby success? Big. If you can't say it, if you can't look at the card and say yeah. the name, it's yeah. a big drawback. No, I think there's a lot of people, a lot of players maybe in basketball as well that just have adopted nicknames. Mm. I think that helps. Yeah. Um, if you're good enough, people will know your name though. Yes, that's true. They'll learn how to say it. They'll yeah. They'll be reminded time and time again. Mm. Uh, but it definitely doesn't help. But that's something I was thinking about in soccer recently, Jason. It's just that no matter how good you are at, for the most part, no matter how good you are with the knowledge of soccer, yeah. It's actually so hard to prospect. Yes. Because normally they've arrived by the time their product comes out. Mm. The cat is mostly out of the bag. Like unless you can kind of catch someone who's kind of he has his rookies and he's meandering and you're kinda you're gonna catch him. Yep. Darwin Nunes, maybe a good example. Yep. Luis Diaz, people weren't on them, you said them early. Yeah. Haaland kinda did have a, a long enough time before he really got hot hot. Yeah. But in general that's the kind of thing is that everyone knows everyone and then you back a horse to take it to the next level versus you pick yeah. up a youngster and then he you're like, I knew it. And hopefully something happens. Yeah, I know. It's 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 complicated, like because like this guy would have been a great Kvar would have been a great example of that because he was named you know when the Guardian do their list of young players mm. every year he was named on that list of like top 50 young players in the world in 2018 he's 21 now so he would have been a teenager then yeah, yeah. Um. so and then he went but he happened to go to leagues he happened to go to Russia where there's no premium product mm-hmm. Um. so he has no rookie there's no stickers aren't in Russia I don't think so I don't think so there might not be stickers but I don't, don't think they're licensed I'm not sure Panini are in Russia Um. <laughs> And certainly not at the moment. I hope. If Panini likes, no, no, Bob, but keep printing. Um, so, yeah, it's just like, I just, it's that thing of like, if you have a name, like Ansu Fati, like is so easy, easy and just like rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Um, but if you have a slightly more complicated name, it uh, it does hurt things. Like like Haaland, like Haaland with the, Haaland with the, the A with the little O over it. Yeah, yeah. If, for me, is a less sale for him as well. He knows this a less marketable, marketable. prospect than two A's. Mm. Everyone knows that's Haaland. Yeah, it don't make sense. You no, know, because if you look at the, what's that O do? But it's like your man Silas White when his name was yeah, Silas yeah. White. Like, yeah, yeah. He almost got neglected as a rookie in that year's once in Chrome just because. People's natural instinct is to, no, quite rightly, no one wants to just mangle the name. So your natural instinct is to go, oh, I just won't ignore it. Like I have that, you know, like when you're reading like something. And I don't. I I read. I read it out to myself in my head. Mm. But sometimes I just skip a word because I don't. I'm just gonna go. Oh. I'm not gonna. And then I just remember way. it as instead of remembering the sound, I just remember it as like that pile of letters. Mm. Like this guy, like Kavara. Like I know who that is. Yeah. But I have no. You know, it's just no, strange. I get you. Yeah. So hopefully he continues to light up uh, uh, Syria, but not so much that they beat Milan to the title. Stop! Don't upset me. I won't upset. I try not to upset you. Um, so yeah. Oh, we did we talk about uh, Leeds and Chelsea? No, we didn't. Leeds beat Chelsea three 0 It was a great game. Yeah, goals from Brendan Aronson, a Rodrigo, and uh, Jack Harrison. Oh uh, my god! There was. A, can I actually say there was a moment at the end of the game? Jack Harrison got man of the match, person of the match, whatever. Yeah. Right. And and the reporter was 
was interviewing him and Brendan Aronson. Did you see this? No. Oh, Jason. Was it good? It was like, it, it was just a normal interview, but just seeing Jack Harrison, who's just absolute Englishman. Yeah. And then Brendan Aronson, who is this absolute American. Yeah. I just felt like I was looking at the hobby. Right, 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 right. You know, right, I've, right. I've, I've had seen these conversations and interactions have happened before. Yes. I see Jack Harrison kind of raising his eyebrow to the American twang and the accent. Yeah. I see Brendan Aronson trying to kind of not be a bit... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was brilliant. I can't even describe it. There was, there was banter back and forth, but it was offbeat banter because they're because not... Because they're not quite synced up. Oh, I loved yeah. it. It was I like real, it. like, uh, two cultures separated by a common language kind oh, of thing. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. It was so funny. Um, I mean, Jesse Marsh on the on the touchline just going absolutely mental. That was funny. Uh, like when Arison won, like I think like he he kind of feels almost a chip on his shoulder for bringing Arison in because we completely, like, I think, yeah, you yeah. brought him because he's American, you're American, you and Adams him. as well, yeah, and yeah. Da, da, da. so for him to put in a good performance, he's kind of like vindicated. he's vindicated completely. Exactly. That was so um, funny. I saw with Brendan Aronson scoring. Uh, Brendan Aronson from is Aronson is from Medford, New Jersey. New Jersey became the highest scoring state. In Premier League history, is that because yeah. Pulisic is a? I think so. Uh, there's like no, it's like maybe not the highest scoring, but like has the most goals. Most, yeah, highest represented. Yes, so it's like there's 24 total American Premier League goal scorers. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure is Brad Fiedel one of them. He must have scored a goal at some point. No, I think. I think. No, I think he did. He, was he not the one who scored from his? Oh yeah, was that? I was somebody. Somebody balled. It was, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. Investigate. Um. So yeah, very very interesting to see Leeds doing well, um, and it'd be funny to like the the American way of of being compared to the Yorkshire way of being. Like it's just so good. I can't wait till all the, all the American reporters turn up in Yorkshire, and you know they just go and like, can I have coffee? And they're like, we've got built, we've got builders brew. You can have a cup of tea if you want. Um, but yeah, great to see. Great to see. Adam's card said, can I hear a let's go? It was uh, right. Friedel has scored. It was Friedel. Yeah, it wasn't that specific goal. It right. might have been. He scored an 89th minute equaliser um, for Blackburn against Carlton. Right. There you go. And Charlton got a 90 minute winner. So they lost the game. But Bradfield, that's, that's, that's a good, uh, what do you call it? Quiz question. Good quiz question. Oh, maybe Tim Howard. Tim yeah. Howard scored from his goal. That's what I do. Somebody balled. No, I know someone balled. Someone, but that's the two, two, two goalkeepers, two American goalkeepers that mm. scored. That's funny. Um, Tim Howard. I can't someone, find. Someone that. might have been screaming listening to this goal. It was Tim Howard. Can't find that stamp. But basically, it's like New Jersey. Then I think yeah, it's... Tim Howard scored from hundred yards. I knew it. An American goalkeeper scored. So two of them, Brad Friedel and Tim Howard. Are two of the Amer- two of the twenty four Americans that have scored in the Premier League? Very good. Fun facts. Um, so yeah, it's New Jersey. Then I think maybe it's Illinois, and then like someone has five, someone has three, someone has two, and then like twenty states have one or something. Mm. Um, so that's interesting. The Americans are only going to grow. Uh, the yeah, we're going at gonna some grow. point. We're going to have all fifty states represented. Repres- 50 an Alaskan goal scorer. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Listen. Maybe that's a stretch. Maybe that's a stretch. Yeah, because it's hard to, you know, try to put a pitch down in Alaska. I think is it all snow or is it green parts? Who knows? Um, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Quick question: Casemiro to Man United. Ah, oh, the 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 breakup. There's two things I'll say. Three things. Okay. The breakup of that trio in midfield of the Modric Crows. Casemiro yeah. is is a tragedy for football. Yeah. But it, it's also, that's my one thing. So that okay. made me very sad. Yeah. Two, Real Madrid are the absolute masters of continuing to replenish their squad. It's like, oh, who's going to play there now? It's, oh, well, we might use Touch Emeni or we might use yeah. Camavinga or we might have yeah. Fede Valverde took it. Like, yeah. When when Chouameni was bought for 100 million, people are going, 100 million for him. But then he just earned 60 million back with Casemiro. And you're set for the next and decade. you're set for the next decade. So just and like people keep showing like the, the twenty eighteen Champions League winning squad. I mean, there's only four of them left. I'm like, yeah, look how they've replaced everyone else. Yes, it's incredible. Yeah. Um. So that's mad. And then third thing that I'll say is that I don't think it's gonna work. Man United, and I right. think everyone's just gonna disrespect Casemiro a lot, saying he's a donkey and he's no good and da da da. But it's like he's not in a midfield with Tony Kroos and Luka Modric. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see it though. It is obviously at the same time. One, I don't think it's gonna work because United's you know, such a mess. But then two, it's like. You know, I'd have to bring in players like that to not be a mess. So I know, but yeah, I'm not optimistic. Somebody on Twitter 
had a very good phrase, which was Casemiro is one of those uh, one of those signings that assures the floor of your team, but doesn't necessarily raise its ceiling. Hmm. And I think that's why it's like he can stop the bleeding. Like he can like you, you can only ever be so bad with Casemiro as a defensive midfielder. Like he mm. he will provide you with a level of protection, but then in terms of going beyond that, he's not gonna like. Yeah, but if you have a player that steadies the ship, then you can build around parts him. of the ship can actually yeah. perform. That's exactly it. He's like the foundation. Yeah, and we also always, in fairness, back to our old old age theory. Yeah, if you want to win anything in football, yeah, you need a Brazilian defensive midfielder. You do. So it's just science. Um, what was I going to say as well? I do think I said this to you off air. I do think he's going to get a lot of yellow cards. And hmm. um, you hear a lot of stuff about Casemiro's cloak of invisibility and all that. And the only time that doesn't work is in the Champions League. Yeah. Or when he's playing for Brazil. So when he's not playing for Real Madrid in Spain, he tends to get yellow cards. Um, so I think he's going to have to take a little moment to adjust to English refereeing because they're not going to necessarily like some of the stuff he does. It's also a very funny picture from Brazil, duty of him kicking Fred in the face with the ball uh, in the middle of a match. They both the, go for the same ball. There's a stat. There's a stat of him and Fred playing together in the Brazilian midfield and they're like, they do very well. They do very well, yeah. But, what does that even mean? Someone was saying the biggest winner of this transfer is going to be Chiche, the Brazil coach, because he gets his midfield partnership for playing, the World Cup, playing three months in advance. But do you think that'll be the Brazilian midfield partnership? I think it should be. I think it's the one he likes, yeah. Fair. I don't know. Um, they don't have too many options. Paqueta, but he's more attacking. They have Fabinho, but... Yeah, I think he probably does work quite well as a double pivot because Fred's all right if you let him wander off a little bit. Yeah, if you let him run around. <laughs> no, so, like, <laughs> one player around. is able to beat a couple of men and run around yeah. and the other player is solid and covers them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it could work. Um, the big loser, McTominay. Till, till he's playing. The big loser, yeah. Scott till, till he's playing and you're seeing Casemiro on the bench for no reason. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be great. Um, so they have obviously not able to cover the Liverpool United Monday night match. football. We're recording this prior to that and we both cannot wait to watch it. Yeah, that should be good fun. Um, what was I going to say? Um, no, that's it. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say. The Man City Newcastle game was crazy. It was brilliant. It oh, was yeah. Great to watch. Like, Alan scored again. Alan scored again. Could have got two or three. Yeah. Um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I, I loved watching that game. Phil Foden shot instead of... Phil Foden needs to get himself together because Haaland is there to score goals. Yeah. But like he missed the one on one. Kevin De Bruyne is incredible. Still. Yeah, amazing, just amazing. Like, I think they're going to be fun in the Champions League because in the Champions League they're going to have more space. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. what's going to happen. Like Kevin De Bruyne, like he didn't get the ball that much against Newcastle, but whenever he got it, he was deadly. Yeah, and I think we're going to see in the Champions League Kevin De Bruyne slipping the ball through Haaland, strengthening, throwing people off him, yeah. and just getting goals. I think Man City, PSG, Bayern, they're all showing a lot early early doors. Yeah. So keep an eye. We'll all have a good laugh when Real Madrid win the Champions League. No. We'll all cry into our soup. Well, not, uh, not again. Not again, I know. It's one thing with Kevin September De Bruyne. the Champions League kicks off. Yeah. Rangers have a big game this Wednesday. Um Sorry, I'm just rambling. I'm just I'm, I'm just, just shouting. Shouting out random things. <laughs> Footballing facts. Uh I was gonna say, Kevin De Bruyne, what impresses me, right, is like it's not just his obviously like some of the stuff, like he played that cross with the outside of his foot. He's obviously been working on his uh, outside of the right boot technique because he scored a goal in the first mm. game or the second game with that technique and now he did an amazing pass with it across the goal. But uh, it's like, what I don't understand is you've got Kevin De Bruyne and you have Phil Foden, Haaland and Bernardo Silva all buzzing around, right? And Gundogan making runs all over oh. the place as well. I don't understand how Kevin De Bruyne can keep track of where everyone is, where everyone's going and what he needs to do. It's like, he's like a robot or something. It's crazy. No, the pass he played to Bernardo Silva was one of the craziest yeah. passes. Like, how do you, like... And the one to Haaland when he went through one-on-one was... Yeah. The weight of it was just... Yeah. Um, mm. I do think Newcastle messed up. I think they got themselves in a really good position and, and to be honest, got a little bit overexcited. Yeah, three one-up. Yeah, and do you know, Three-three like, it's... Kick. It requires... Eddie Howe, obviously, this is this the, it's, it's classic Eddie, Eddie Howe performance. Yeah. You get so excited, you do so well. You want to keep going. You want to, oh, come on, lads. Oh, keep scoring. It's like PE teacher energy, you know? Like, because he, do, he doesn't want to just say, right, done. Done. Finished. Whereas it should be finished. Yeah. 
But he doesn't have that in him. That's he doesn't have that in him. No. He's attacking exciting football. He does yeah. not have the dark arts. And the problem is, if... If you're against City. How do you, like, to get yourself into that position, it's almost like a... No, but yeah, he'd have to compromise how the team plays. Exactly. If you're damned them. if you do, damned if you yeah. don't. He literally just... His philosophy is attacking free-flowing football, and he doesn't have the, the plan B in him. No. If you, if you instill the plan B... Players are always going to be a halfway house. They're going to do need exactly. That's the that's the. But that's cr- why it's so exciting watching Bournemouth back in the day and now Newcastle. Yeah, and like in Newcastle, at least now he has like a wage. Like he's he's able to buy players that are, that are really good. Yeah, he's still rocking around with Callum Wilson and, and Matt Ritchie, but that's just the old guard. But like if he stays as a manager there, he could actually build a bit of a. Yeah, no, he's done really well. A dynasty there. Yeah. Um, Joe Linton looks great looks as great. a midfielder. No, it's and speaking of Brazilian midfielders, he put a good tackle in on Haaland towards the end. <laughs> took him down I was like there's a Brazilian for you listen and then the um, Bruno, Bruno fella yeah Gumarish. Oh, he actually could play in the Brazil midfield yeah so could Joe Linton never mind Casemiro and Fred they're out <laughs> they're both I think neither of them there's my prediction neither of them are going to the World Cup because how can Casemiro go to the World Cup as the starting midfielder after three months at Man United being shocking and getting embarrassed ah he's Casemiro no I know but you put him in you put him in there'll be controversy you have to you're gonna have to stick him in there Um. Right, we're back on Thursday for episode 101. Boom. Of Soccer United. Uh, and uh, that's it. That's it. Look at that. Boom. Boom.